best spot for objective and authentic coverage of Michigan athletics. If you want open dialogue, honest opinions, and in-depth coverage of the maize and blue, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Brandon Brown, joined as always by Chris Breiler. I'm just going to start by saying go blue. And you know what? No music. I'm, not, I'm not playing the victors today, dude. I can't, it feels a little off. I know Michigan beat the absolute shit out of Michigan State, and that felt yeah, awesome. God damn it. And this is our first show since then, because it was like, fade this intro music out. I, I, <laughs> I had someone coming for our necks on Twitter. Not really. They were joking about it, but they were like, where were you guys on Saturday? I was so, I was so looking forward to it. It was like midnight by the time we got out of the press conference, and then we still yeah. had to drive home. So anyway, we didn't do a post-game show. That's that's not all that abnormal for uh, night games. We just get out of there so late. Um, so this is our first show since then, and we will have a slight interjection about Michigan State if if that you know if the time presents itself. But the main thing that we're going to be talking about is this sign stealing thing. That I mean, you and I have not talked about this. I don't know if we're in the same exact headspace with it. I know where I'm at. And it's not good. And uh, you were going to do kind of a like a timeline or a, a point by point breakdown of what's happened since this all came out last week, Wednesday or Thursday, whenever it was. Like yeah, I just feel like there it'd be it. it'd be good to sort of set the stage because I feel like there's been so much that's been reported. And for anybody, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody that's tuning in is is casual at this point, but mm. I think it'd be a good just refresher to sort of go back where it started and kind of how we got to where we are today before we start the conversation today. So I'll just start it off. I'm going to read through it. I'll go through it as fast as I can. But last Thursday, uh, the first report came out from Yahoo Sports. Uh, Yahoo Sports reported that Mich- the Michigan football program was being investigated by the NCAA for an elaborate sign-stealing scheme. Uh, shortly after that Yahoo Sports report came out, Uh, The Big Ten uh, notified all of Michigan's future opponents, including Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State about the investigation and issued the following statement. This is from the Big Ten. So it said, late Wednesday afternoon, the Big Ten Conference and University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA that the NCAA was investigating allegations of sign stealing by the University of Michigan football program. The Big Ten Conference has notified Michigan State University and future opponents. The Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of the competition uh, to be of the utmost importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. The conference will have no further comment at this time. So that was on Thursday. And then late Thursday, actually, I think into the wee early hours in the morning on Friday, uh, an ESPN report came out that indicated uh, Connor Stallions, who's a low-level, I think, recruiting staffer, to be at the heart of the NCAA's investigation. Uh, the NCAA had reason to believe that Stallions was responsible for what was described as a vast network of individuals who were scouting future opponents in person. Uh, and then on Friday, the University of Michigan officially announced that Stallions was suspended with pay. Uh, and that brings us to today, Monday, with ESPN's latest reporting that suggests uh, the NCAA now has evidence that Stallions purchased tickets for at least 30 games over the last three seasons for future Michigan opponents. Uh, along with video evidence of at least one individual in the seat that Stallions purchased recording video. 
Additionally, and, and this is crazy to me when I read this, I couldn't believe it. Stallions purchased two tickets for the Penn State Ohio State game last weekend, and both seats remained empty last Ooh. weekend, which to me is is not a great sign. Uh, no. But we'll we'll elaborate on that a little bit further. The Athletic is also reporting uh, that Connor Stallions bought tickets at opposing stadiums for non-Michigan games over the past three seasons, including this season, and that some of those tickets were purchased under the names of his family members. The Athletic went on to report that a source at one Big Ten school found in-stadium surveillance footage uh, that showed the person sitting in the seat bought by Stallions holding a smartphone pointed, or pointed at the home team sideline, seemingly recording signs the whole game, and that Michigan is expected to receive that evidence this week. Uh, so that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, you know, that's a lot to digest. I think if you're a Michigan fan, and again, I, I already see some of it today that, you know, the, the instinct by some within the fan base is to just come out and, and call bullshit and, and, you know, to, to sort of push back on it. But I think at this point, you know, a real conversation needs to be had about, you know, th there's a, there's different angles to look at this. Is what happened, you know, illegal as it pertains to the NCAA and the bylaws? Are there some loopholes there? How are you feeling about it as a Michigan fan? And I think that's the approach that Brandon and I are going to take today is just sort of, you know, walk through it. Because as he said in the initial part of this, we we haven't really discussed it all that much with each other. This is sort of our first time, but I figured like, let's get on and, and do what we always do, Brandon, which is that's why we're doing it an hour early because the news broke today. But we thought we'd hop on and just sort of have an open conversation and try to make sense of it all. So Brandon, hearing all of that, what are your thoughts? Yeah, at this point, I'm uh, I'm 95% sure that Michigan broke a lot of rules and they're probably going to get in trouble. I, I think at this point, best case scenario is to hope and pray that the NCAA or whoever's doing the investigation still can't quite prove that the people at the games and the videos that were recorded were never given to the Michigan staffers and were never used. And that that I think short of proving that, if the, if the NCAA can't prove that, I'm not really sure if they can get in trouble for what's been shown so far. I mean, at this point, dude, 30, 30 different games, 11 different stadiums, video evidence of guys in the stands, and the seats that he bought for this past weekend's game were empty in light of him being suspended and not be and being like, Oh shit. Yeah. We can't do that anymore. So like, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not going to sit here and say like, nah, I still need some, no, this, this is the evidence guys. Th this is it. This is the evidence that Chris and I talked about. Wasn't there last week, but the way that the, in the letter of the law, if they still can't prove it's, it's just like any, any kind of crime or anything. It like, Every single sign along the way can point to wrongdoing, but unless you have concrete evidence that that actually happened, you can't just say, well, it probably did. I mean, like, clearly it did. Well, clearly and probably doesn't work unless you can prove it. And honestly, if you're a Michigan fan, that's all you can hope for at this point, because this is bad. It's bad. I don't know how you like I see people in the comments saying he's a G. He found a loophole. No, he didn't. No, he just got busted is what happened. There, yeah. There's no loophole. I thought maybe there was a loophole because there's some other bylaws that specifically mention uh, on staff employees or um, there's a couple different terms that they use. Basically, you have to be paid by Michigan, but there's a gray area for the in person. 
off-campus, in-person scouting of future opponents is prohibited. It doesn't say by who. It doesn't say who can and can't go. It says you can't do it. That's pretty black and white. That's why I said, until they prove that what those dudes were doing there directly impacted what Michigan was doing on the field or there was there was a direct giving of that information or that video to Connor Stallions or to somebody who is paid by Michigan, that's like the last hope at this point if you want Michigan to try to skirt this and get out of this without getting in trouble. Because every single other thing that's happened is pretty much proven at this point that they were doing something they shouldn't be doing. I, I mean, I don't know how you can find anything else other than that based on what just came out today. Last week, I wasn't ready to say that. I wasn't I wasn't there yet. Today, today I'm I'm there. Like they did something wrong. Now they just have to prove it. And if they can't prove it, then they can't prove it. That doesn't make me feel any better about it. Because I'm 95% sure at this point that they were doing something they shouldn't have been doing. Whether you think the rule's stupid or not, whether you think it's antiquated, whether you think it was put in place because of cost-cutting situations, I, I don't doesn't matter. They 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 shouldn't have been doing it. And if they should have been, if it was okay, then those tickets from this weekend wouldn't have been empty, and Connor Stallions wouldn't yeah. be suspended with pay. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's where I'm at. Is the the fact that those two seats that he purchased over the weekend were empty? That to me, like, is an indication that you knew you were doing something you shouldn't do. Um, I look, I don't. <laughs> I'm so all over the map on this. I desperately want none of this to be true, accurate. I mean, uh, dude. You know, I don't think any of us want it to be a thing, but. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear at this point that at least some people or one person on the staff was doing something, skirting the rules. And, you know, the NCAA has been looking for a reason to, to get Harbaugh. And I think they finally have it. Um, and unless there's some weird turn in this at the last minute in Michigan's favor, it just kind of feels like it's headed towards some sort of uh, punishment coming from Michigan that feels like it's going to be significant. I just, yeah. based on what was reported today, and again, we got to wait for all the facts to come out and we'll see what actually, you know, comes from it. And Michigan's supposed to get that evidence this week. You know, they're talking about this goes back, you know, two and a half seasons, including this season. You're talking 2021, 2022 opponents this season. You know, and I, I know a lot of people were using, you know, what happened with Baylor where a staffer mm -hmm. got caught know uh attending one game in person and there was a one game suspension well we're talking half, about half game actually half yeah. game suspension we're, we're talking about you know at least 30 games uh over the course of two and a half years and um i you know when you heard the term vast network and we all kind of you know raised our eyebrow and sort of joked it off as like well how can one person be a vast network well i think today you know the the report by espn sort of brought some clarity to that that you know, kind of what we thought would be the case, uh, multiple individuals, different individuals attending games. Um, and I think that this is where Stallion's uh, laptop is going to come into play and, and what those communications looked like. He certainly wasn't going out of his way to cover his tracks as far as using his name to purchase these tickets. So I can't imagine that he was also doing a really good job covering his tracks in terms of the, uh, the electronic communication and what he was receiving. At the end of the day, Look, man, I I feel bad for the players. 
I feel real bad for the players because they had to start off this season uh, without Jim Harbaugh on the sideline um, because of the recruiting violations. So there's already the NCAA investigation there. Um, Jesus Christ, would you not do it? Get the hell out of here. All I wanted was a glass of wine. The wine uh, just comes into, into the frame. <laughs> trying to be serious here. Uh, you know, they had to start off the season, uh, the first three games without their head coach an NCAA investigation about recruiting violations, all that BS to start the year. And then here you are after week eight, a perfect eight. and zero. you're looking like a legitimate national championship contender, arguably the best team in the country, Heisman front runner and JJ McCarthy. And the national conversation is once again, centered around, you know, some, uh, a potentially illegal scouting scheme that calls into question the success, not just of this year, but of the last two years. And I just, I feel bad for these guys because at the end of the day, none of this was necessary to Michigan's success. I don't believe that what was happening here, what stallions was involved in was critical to Michigan being able to make the turnaround that they made in 2021 and 2022 and what we see this year. But there's a lot of people drawing that connection and I think regardless of what happens from here on out, that's the narrative now with this Michigan football team is that, well, it makes sense now. That jump from 2020 to 2021, where it looked like Harbaugh was on his way out two and four a year, the very next year you go and win the Big Ten Championship, beat the shit out of Ohio State, you do it again the following year, now it all makes sense because this shit was going on behind the scenes. So no matter what happens that's going to be the narrative, and I feel terrible for these players because this is this is a phenomenal football team, arguably the best team in the country, and I don't know how it's going to play out for them. I'm not sure what the, the result is going to be this year, but it's certainly, as a fan and as somebody who covers the team, it feels like some of the shine's being taken off. Like I don't feel like I'm sitting here after beating the shit out of Ohio State 49 to nothing, 8-0 and going into the bye week, I don't have that good, warm, and fuzzy feeling about how the rest of the season's played out. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, so, I mean, a couple things I'm going to try to address what as best I can. I mean, uh, you know, Chris and I aren't exactly experts on this situation. We're gathering a lot of this information, as a lot of you are, but there are some things that, that we know. Um, first of all, Connor Stallions, yes, was hired officially by the program in, May, in uh, I think, May or March of 2022. I can't remember the month. Last year. But right. he had been helping the Michigan program for several, maybe even close to a decade at this point. I mean, I, you know, he he was at the Naval Academy, but he would come back to Michigan during the off season and help out with stuff. And he was very close with a lot of the staffers and the coaches. And so that that part is also like people are like, well, he wasn't even there until twenty twenty. No, that's he he was there. I don't know in what capacity. We have no idea to know if any of this was even close to going on past twenty twenty one. But he has been around the program for a lot longer than just the last year, year and a half. So that's exactly. that's one part. Um, you know, people saying I saw I saw somebody saying this all sounds crazy. My cell phone doesn't even last for ten minutes. Like guys, if you're <laughs> if you're gonna go to that as your reason why this isn't happening, then again, I think I think you're just you know people don't want look i don't want this to be true chris doesn't want this to be true first of all from a fan standpoint and second of all from a job standpoint this is going to suck ass to have to cover this and if they do start vacating wins or they do start doing punishments or whatever the case may be i don't want any part of that that sucks that's not what i want to cover for my job um and then chris brought up the baylor thing if that is a precedent um i don't know to what depths i don't know if they 
were recording video or whatever the case may be, but there was one, and it was a, it was an assistant coach. It wasn't a low level staffer. So that also changes right. things a little bit, but it was an assistant coach went to a game off campus record, or um, I'm sorry, scouted them and he was suspended for a half. So do you just simply translate that over and suspend Connor Salians for 15 games? I mean, that, that's that's well, the transitive property. I mean, I don't I don't know if it works that way. And then you throw in the video thing, you throw in the networking thing, you throw, you throw in, in how long his salary's fifty five thousand dollars a year. Who's footing the bill for all of these tickets? I mean, th that's where I think, you know, what what's the precedent? I don't know because I don't know right. that we've ever seen anything quite to this level. At least in in my memory, I can't remember the NCAA ever uncovering anything quite like this. So I don't know that there's really anything to compare it to. So that's. I think that's where a lot of the um, a lot of the speculation and concern and, and questions come from is like, okay, it sounds like they've got something. Uh, yeah. What is it all going to lead to? What is it going to lead? You know, wh what's going to happen this year? To me, and and I talked about this with Trent a little bit. He's he's our third writer. Um, we talked a little bit about this offline. I'm just not sure. Like with the with the Harbaugh thing you know, in the recruiting violations and, and pushing this off to the off season and trying to sort it out then and what the punishment was going to be. That made sense because it was nothing that like it impacted the immediate, the right here, the right now. You're talking about games that were being scouted this season, tickets that were purchased to a game last weekend. And so yeah. if the NCAA has all this evidence and it's been occurring this year, I don't know how you just say, well, we'll we'll deal with it after the season. To me, that doesn't seem like a, a position that the NCAA can take. I feel like whatever it is they're going to do is going to have to happen in the near term because what they're being accused of has potentially had an impact on the outcome of games this right season now. and will have an outcome or an impact on the outcome of future games this season. So that's where I... I'm really curious how the NCAA is going to handle this because it feels like if they're going to do something, anything, it has to happen this season. I don't, I don't see how you can push it off to the... I mean, think about it, Brandon. If you're Penn State, if you're Ohio State, and, and you kind of you, you have a general idea of what you know now, are you okay with pushing it off to the end of the season? Like, do you feel comfortable with a team that's being accused of sending people to your games and taking... You know, like... It happens. The NCAA, there is there is a precedent for this with the NCAA, especially in basketball. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand. I, I get your happens, point. But only no, I, one team is currently under investigation right. for it, and they happen to be, you know, the the favorite, the odds-on favorite to win the Big Ten and go to the national. I, I totally understand your point, but the NCAA does not have a reputation for moving swiftly with stuff like this. That's correct. The, that's correct. the only thing. Now. This year, they, they've been poked and prodded a lot by one Jim Harbaugh. That might be a motivating factor to move a little quicker. But I, I, don't, I just, again, I don't know how, how, how fast they can prove this. I don't know how long. It, I mean, the season's two-thirds of the way over. There's four, game, four regular season games left. It's not yeah. a lot of time. I, I, don't, I just don't know if anything can, can or will happen this year. It does feel like this is moving quicker than normal when it comes to an NCAA investigation. But I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what they'll really be able to do in this short amount of time. So, again, I'm going to try to address some of the things that come up in the comments here because, obviously, there's a lot of people in here. A lot of people want to get some stuff said, and I'll do the best I can with it. BK, look, man, it, it's not a non-topic. Um, you can't go to other games and scout. 
that's a rule. Michigan uh, did that. It's pretty clear. I'm like, I'm, I'm talking in fact a little bit more now than I was last week for sure. But the 30 games, the 11 stadiums, the video evidence, like it, it happened. Um, I don't know if everybody does do this. I, I don't know that. I, I like, it's never been really talked about before this Baylor thing again was one of the only time I didn't, I didn't think it had ever happened before because I hadn't heard of it. And then the Baylor thing kind of came up today and I'm like, all right, well maybe it has happened a few times before, but for two or three seasons, 30 games, a network of people, a former military guy, I don't know if anything like this has ever happened. And, and here's, okay. Agreed. Brent, put, put that question back up. Could you, because I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. A, it's not a non-topic. It's the only topic right now surrounding Michigan football. If we were to come on here and only talk about the win over Michigan state or JJ McCarthy's Heisman odds or Michigan's national championship, we wouldn't be doing what our job is. I mean, there's not blowing the company line and that's not what we do. There's not 700 people in here right now just because Michigan's pretty good at football. Okay. Correct. And like because that. we've done plenty of shows where they are pretty good at football and this <laughs> yeah. hasn't been the case. And we know that right. they don't look like that. So that's that. Number two, they're there to scout. The, the rules are pretty clear on what you can and can't do. And there is a little bit of gray area, I guess, if you're sending, you know, operatives in that aren't quite affiliated, there's that. Yeah. But the bottom line is the rule is there to prevent things like this from happening. And then the last part of your statement that we can't be naive, I don't give a shit whether or not everybody does it or they don't. Not everybody is currently under investigation by the NCAA. Michigan is under investigation. So it does matter. It's not a non-topic. It's a big deal because it's quite possibly going to have an impact on what happens to the Michigan Wolverines this year. That's a big deal. Yeah, And it doesn't I mean, matter how you feel about the rule, how you feel about the NCAA. We're all in agreement there. We're all on the same page. But the bottom line is the rule is there. The NCAA is investigating them. Now they have some evidence. Everything is trending toward, ultimately, a place that's not really great for Michigan ooh. football. And that's unfortunate. Um, Darren... Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of definitive proof. I still think that there's a little more that needs to happen for the hammer to completely fall. But, dude, I, I mean, they got Connor's name. They didn't pull that out of a hat. Like, that yeah. That was that was a little bit of evidence in the first place. They had a, a specific name from a staff of 100-plus people. Now they have evidence in a paper trail that he bought tickets to more than 30 games over the last three seasons. Um, that's, that's pretty good proof and evidence that something was afoot. I saw somebody earlier in the comments say like, could have been just for friends though. Why was he sending friends to Rutgers versus Ohio state? Why wasn't he bringing them to come on to Ann Arbor, man? It's pretty good time here. We can watch a game this weekend that hang Come on, dude. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't, I know there's some dumb people out there. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the 650 of you in here are not those dumb people. Like, it's not that hard to kind of make the make the uh, the connections here as to why these things were happening. And again, eleven stadiums—they have video evidence of people in these seats that he has bought with cameras up recording what looks like the sideline. Now, where you might need some more definitive proof before anything actually gets to the point of punishment is: did what those people record on their cell phones make it to a paid staffer, i.e., Connor Stallions? any of the assistant coaches, any other staffers that could then pump it into their film study and turn it into an on-field advantage. That, I agree. We There isn't definitive proof of that yet. But if right. you can't see that this is not going in a good direction, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, well, nothing's happened yet. Yeah, yeah, dude, some stuff has happened. 
some stuff has happened. I don't know if it's going to reach a punishment point, but at this, where we are now, it's just Michigan's done some stuff they shouldn't have been doing. I'm very comfortable in saying that now. Yeah, and 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 it can be the case that a lot of other schools and programs across the country are doing the same exact thing, but if they're not under investigation and they're not in the hot seat, then none of that really matters right now. This is about Michigan, what the conduct was, and again, Stallions on a $55,000 a year salary. I mean, who was paying for all of the tickets like that? Those are still some of the things that I think the NCAA has to figure out and, and, and that are a part of this investigation. But if you're a Michigan fan, just don't, don't do that. What is so easy. And what I already see a ton of people doing where just throw your hands up, sit back and say, it's all bullshit. You know, like we, we all feel the same way about the NCAA. We all feel, you know, we get, that we've talked about it on the show before. They clearly have their target set on Jim Harbaugh. But the problem is when you give them something to latch onto, they're going to latch onto it. And this thing with Stallions, I mean, we talked about it on the last show. The fact that his name came, I mean, he was such a, nobody was ever talking about Connor Stallions prior to this, this situation. Now all of a sudden he's at the center of this thing. The NCAA reported, you know, the, the 30 games, the ticket purchases, the video content. You got to stop with the it's all nothing. It's all a witch hunt. There's clearly something to it. It's really, in my mind at this point, just a matter of how bad is it? And then again, what is the punishment? And and I don't see how you can delay punishment to the offseason, given what we're talking about. Devin, Devin, they in person, they sent people in person to go scout other games. That's the part that's against the rules. No coaches can watch games on TV. They can sign steel during the game. They can scout and create any kind of report that they want from film throughout the course of the week. And this is look, I'm not going to sit here and say that this rule is kind of dumb. What the hell's the difference between whether you do it in person or if you watch it on TV, I'm I'm with you on that, but the rule is the rule and it's been a rule since 1994. Yes. It was put in place back then because there were poverty programs that couldn't afford to do it. Therefore, there was a, a, a large competitive imbalance. So they made a rule that said it was in, illegal to go scout games in person. So just follow that rule. Like that's why I, I've seen a lot of people ask the real, the true million dollar question here. Why the hell did they do this? Correct. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did this. How stupid can you get? That's what I, that's what I would say. Whether it was Connor Stallions acting on his own or if the coaches were in full knowledge of what was going on, I don't care. Why? Why did this take place? That's that's a bigger question to ask, in my opinion, at this point. And, and I agree with uh, Cody in the comments here, but we I know that it's easy because you want to um, you want to combat it or you want to sort of, you know, anytime you see something that you don't agree with, we want to make sure that we can address it. But there's also people in here that have a level head about this that are approaching it that just, you know, maybe have a statement they want to make or something that they've said to add to the conversations. I want to be clear that, see, I can see you rubbing your forehead right now, Brian. I'm not even sure that you're listening to what I'm saying. (laughs) It's not all ridiculousness in here. And I think that that's worth acknowledging that there's also people in here that are approaching it with a level head. So I don't don't just want to pull out the questions and the focus on the people who are struggling to grasp what's happening right now, because it's not fair to the people who do have a level head. Well, but it's like, I feel like I don't need to pull the people who are understanding. 
No, but I think they just, they, they <laughs> also want, like, you know, they, they're adding to the conversation. They're adding to the, you know, the, the conversation that you and I are trying to have. I just, I don't want it to make an hour of, you know, us combating every yeah, phone fair. comment that we see in here. Cause there, there's reasonable people as well. Huh? Well, I mean, this, this is the part also I'm not, I just don't know if there's any way to do it. Cause I've seen several people like, what are the infractions? Yeah. When might it happen? What might it, I have no idea. I mean, I have no idea. Like I said, the one precedent that I pulled, the Baylor situation, it was an on-staff. As far as the way that's worded, it was an on-field assistant. So it would be like it would be like Sharon Moore or Grant Newsom or Jay Harbaugh going to scout a game. That That's not what's happening here. So I don't know if the punishment even would translate the same. And then again, you throw into the fact that it looks like it was a network of people. It was over a much longer course of time. It was much many more games, several stadiums. I don't know if you can just say like, okay, well, that coach got half a game, so Connor Stallions gets 15. I don't know if it would work that yeah. way. I don't know if it would go up the ladder because of how long it went on or, you know, the depth of the I, – I don't know. I, I, I think everybody at this point is completely grasping at straws when it comes to trying to even take a guess at what, might, what punishment might come from this if it is proven to be, you know, as bad as it, as it looks. Because, again, I – all signs point to something bad. I saw some, I thought of this earlier and I saw somebody else comment the same way. It's it feels like the OJ thing. Like everybody knew OJ did it, but they couldn't quite prove it. So he's playing golf right now. Right? I mean, like that's that's kind of how that went. This is I mean, that that was a double murder. That was probably a little insensitive to compare the two. But the point is extensive extensive evidence to show that something probably happened. But at the end of the day, they couldn't prove it. And so nothing did happen. That's that's where we're at right now with this. It really, really looks like Michigan did all this stuff. And I'm probably fine with saying they did. But until they can prove that whatever those dudes did that were on site scouting, if they can't prove that they used whatever they got at those games to give to a paid staffer, I don't think yeah. anything comes of this. The, the, the shitty part about it is we live in a very connected world now. And I know that the NCAA asked for his laptop. I know that when people are at certain games and you're recording certain things, there's always something tracking what it is. And I'm, I'm not trying to be conspiracy theory guy here, but the reality is like, you know, we carry around these devices with us everywhere we go and it's easily tracked. And when you send things electronically, like all of that stuff can be fixed or found if if you're sloppy. And again, he the fact that he used his actual name to purchase these tickets leads me to believe that there wasn't a lot going on behind the scenes to try to cover his tracks. Joey Clater, I, I think that's how you say his last name from the Facebook page at 629 p.m. I'm not sure if you can find his comment, but I think, you know, so so one of the biggest questions is, what is the evidence? What exactly is the evidence? And when Michigan gets it, when are we going to be able to see the, the totality of what they're being accused of? Another question is, what is what is the consequence of what Michigan's being accused of if there is sufficient evidence to prove it? And Joey's question, I think a lot of people are asking at this point too, is, you know, what did Jim Harbaugh know? It, this to me doesn't seem like a thing that he could be completely in the dark in. And again, I don't want to accuse and speculate too much, but given given how long it's been taking place, I, I would be surprised if he didn't know anything about it. Um, but I think it's a good question. Would firing Connor Stallions be good enough or is Jim now gone no matter what? Um, I personally, I don't think that if they were, you know, if they come out tomorrow and they say Connor Stallions has been fired, to me, that's, 
to me, that almost lends credibility to what they're being accused of. Right. Am I, am I yeah. wrong on that? Like if he loses oh, his yeah. over this, that, that gives credibility that what the NCA is accusing Michigan of is, you know, th there was something there. And I don't yeah. think that firing stallions would be enough to appease the NCAA. I mean, Jim took a three game suspension to start off the year and the NCAA is still going to come after him during the off season for the recruiting violations. So I, I certainly don't think that firing a low level staffer, for something that supposedly happened over the course of two and a half years is going to be enough to satisfy the NCAA's appetite. Yeah. I, and, and there are, there are different, you know, there are different wordings of things in the bylaws when it comes to the head coach. And if things happen on their watch, it's, it's almost as if they did it themselves, the guilty by association type of thing. And then, yeah. I mean, beyond that, it's like, I mean, dude, Jim Harbaugh has so many times over the years and his guy, Bo Schembechler, has so many times gone out of their way to call, to call out stuff like this. You can't. It's hard to beat the cheaters. Hard and, to beat the cheaters. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're and the head listen, coach, that's that's the other thing I want to say as a Michigan fan. We have just as fans part of Jim Harbaugh's appeal was he didn't mind calling out the sec and some of the bullshit that you saw down there and some of the cheating that, and, and all the Michigan fans were like, yeah, that's right. They cheat. We do things right. We do things by the book. And now that this has come out, it's been like, well, everybody does it. You know what I mean? So you kind of, if you're a Michigan fan, like take a deep breath. And if, if you are who you've claimed to be all these years during the Harbaugh regime, you can't all of a sudden just switch it up and be like, well, it's fine to play that game too. Like the whole the whole deal behind Michigan and, and Brandon just referenced it. Harbaugh's quote: "It's hard to beat the cheaters." Like that's that's what Michigan has sort of stood on is like doing things the right way. And this doesn't scream doing things the right way. This scream, you know. Again, we we all think the rule's stupid. We're none of us are big fans of the NCAA, but it is what it is. The rules there, and if the NCAA has evidence to punish Michigan, feels like they're going to find a way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh look, Penny, there are ways to get out of stuff, okay? And I I've actually thought about this. There's a lot of shit that goes on on the sidelines of a football game. And I when I used to shoot photos as several seasons ago, I was covering recruiting. So I would be on the sidelines shooting photos of recruits, which is actually technically technically against the rules. You're and part I would of have, the problem. You I would are have part of the problem. I would have the rather large woman who was in charge of compliance down there purposely stand in front of me and she would come up and say, give me your camera. And I would say, this is a public football game. I can take photos of whatever I want. She's like, you're taking photos of recruits. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm taking photos of that guy in the stands right there. Like, <laughs> so if, if, if the signs are in the video, but so is 100 other things, I do wonder about, I do wonder about that. I want, cause like if I took a video of the signs, if I'm trying to steal signs on the sidelines, but my video is this big, and I also have the players walking over here, and Harbaugh's over there, yeah. or whatever, the other coaches over there, or this, that, and the other people in the stands. And I send it to Chris, unless there's like actual paper trail of me being like, yo, check out the signs that they're sending at two minutes and 45 seconds. Like, can you actually prove that what was on that video is being? I, I, look, I, again, I think you're getting to a place that I don't want to be in. I don't really like the idea of Michigan skirting this off like a technicality, but I do, I do recognize that that's very possible. Let me, let me ask you this. It, uh, and, and maybe this is my own ignorance here, but it's not like we're operating in a court of law here. Like it's federal court or something like that. We're talking about the NCAA. Mm -hmm. Do they have to have 
concrete well, definitive evidence in order to hand down a punishment or can they have what they believe is good enough evidence to issue what they think is a fair punishment based on what they have i mean is there's a difference there right the ncaa can pretty much hand down whatever punishment it decides is necessary now michigan can obviously fight that and can, and can escalate it and take it further but i don't Appeal. think the ncaa no. yeah i don't think the ncaa at least initially uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're not in federal court here. You're not presenting to a jury. You've got some evidence that you think is good enough. You're going to present it to Michigan and you're going to hand down whatever punishment you think, you know, is, is deserving. Yeah. I, that's a good question. I don't know. You would think that if you're talking about possibly vacating wins or suspending people or people losing their jobs that you'd have to have pretty definitive yeah, evidence. A perfect but. example. And, and, and it's not, it's not the same thing. So listen, I'm not, it's, this is apples and oranges, but it's also like, remember when the whole Penn state thing went down and the, the, the focus was on Joe Paterno and what did he know and what exactly happened? And the NCAA did whatever they did anyway, right? Like there was no, they knew something had happened and I get it's, it's a different, a much more serious allegation, but, but overall point was you didn't really know what Joe Paterno knew, what he didn't know. And I'm kind of relating that to Jim Harbaugh. Like who knows what he did know, what he didn't know. It just feels like the NCAA feels like they have something. And mm -hmm. if they feel like they have something, I don't think they need to be able to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. Like you would in normal court to be able to hand down punishment. Yeah, you may be right about that. And Randy, I'm not sure if you're talking to me or us or someone else in the room, but I said that like 30 minutes ago. So just chill out a little bit. A little aggressive there. Yes, Connor Stallions got hired officially in 2022, but he's been helping with the program for the better part of a decade in a volunteer basis when he would come back from being a student at the Naval Academy and different stuff like that. I literally said that a little bit ago. So anyway, just yeah, well, emotions are running a little high. I could feel people getting a little bit testy. I don't really know if that's what needs to happen, but the point is it's only been what, when did this all drop? Was it Wednesday night? Thursday, Thursday morning. Thursday was when it dropped. Thursday was when the Yahoo sports report came out. Wednesday is when the big 10 notified the other Big Ten opponents, the future opponents for the University of Michigan. That, that was when Michigan was notified that they were under investigation. That was on Wednesday. So, it, yeah, it does seem to be moving forward pretty quickly. Michigan found out on Wednesday they were in, they were under investigation. Thursday, the Yahoo Sports report came out. Then Connor Stallion's name got dropped later Thursday night, Thursday early night, Friday yeah. morning. And then on Friday, he was uh, suspended with pay. And then here we are on Monday with uh, with some of this you know, reported evidence that's out there that's going to be presented to Michigan this week. So yeah, it is, it's moving pretty fast, I would say for the NCAA for sure. Yeah. So, and, and my point also was to say like, it's only been like four or five days and a lot of stuff has come out. Like I, I just keep thinking like another day or two more evidence is coming out and they've already, and they've already said that the video evidence is going to be, I don't know if it'll be publicly available, but it's going to be seen by the people who need to see it in terms of people sitting in those seats bought by Connor Stallion with what's been told, what's been reported as holding a phone up for the whole game, recording yeah. the sidelines of different teams. And the fact, again, God, it looks bad. This just this past weekend, Penn state, Ohio state, two really big opponents left on Michigan schedule. He bought tickets for that game. They tracked the seats, checked the seats on surveillance in the stadium, and they were empty. That's dude. That's pretty good evidence that something's going on. 
I don't know. It seems like that would be a hard thing to track, though. You've, you've been to a big uh, sporting event where there's 110,000 people there. Like, how do you know that seat's empty? Is it because the, the ticket wasn't checked in at entry? Is that how they know the seats were empty? I mean, there there could probably be a lot of different ways. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Yeah, Michigan. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what those stadium seats. I mean, you're look sitting like. on Michigan. The it would be seats, you know, if you get an extra, <laughs> if you get a little room there, you're just scooting a bit over. And Michigan, it would be really hard to do with the the bleacher right. seats that are about this wide. But right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The fact that he, uh, you know, there, he used his own name and he's on record buying thirty plus tickets over the last couple of years. So that's that's already not a great look. Um, yeah. We do have some star, uh, some super chats. I did want to put this up there, uh, Dave. Sorry, we kind of already addressed this. Lots of people asked it. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know how there's any way to answer that at this point, other than the fact that it does be. It does seem to be moving along pretty quickly. And Chris, I think you said it right at the beginning. It feels like they want to do something this season, but I don't. I see don't how know you if, can't. That... if what they're being accused of is yeah, true, that's fair and too. the NCAA believes it. I don't know how you can't do something this year. I don't know. This doesn't feel like a situation where if it's true and if they have what they think is enough evidence to to confirm it, how this is something you can push off to, to the offseason. It feels like it needs to be, which is why I think the Big Ten took the step of A, notifying all of Michigan's future opponents and B, putting out the statement that they put out. It wasn't like you could... Some, it was something you could sit on because it was impacting the very next game and the yeah. game after that and the game after that. So everything in my gut is telling me that if the NCAA is going to do something about this, it's going to have to happen this season. That's why I'm so fucking irritated by this because they didn't have to do this, Brandon. They didn't need to do this. They had the best offense in the country, the best quarterback in the conference, certainly arguably in the country, the best defense in the country. They didn't need to do this bullshit. They would have been just fine. They're 8-0 without Connor Stallions ever having any part of that coaching staff. They're 8-0 right now. But yet the conversation is, will they even be able to finish this season? What's the punishment going to be? Not the fact that they're a legitimate national championship contender. Everything is tainted no matter what comes of this NCAA investigation, no matter how you cut it. And that sucks, man. It sucks for these players. David, I'm not sure if you just forgot to put a question. Thank you for the donation. Um, if you want to throw it in there again, we'll try to catch it. I mean, the comments are coming pretty fast with, with this many people in here, but thank you for that. And BK, I've seen a lot of your comments. You've been a little aggressive. I'm not sure you're really grasping the seriousness of this. This is, first of all, this is not a yes or no question. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes or no? How many programs do you think do this? Um, yes. yes? I mean, okay. It's not a yes or no question. I don't care how many programs do it. I do think that of the 130 plus division one programs, it's probably happened before, but what does it matter? Is any other team in trouble for it right now? Or is it just Michigan? Like that? Who cares? It's the same deal as like what I said on the other show, You, you know, you're getting pulled over for 85 and a 70 and you're asking the cop, how many other people speed on this highway at that moment? It doesn't fucking matter. Cause you're the only one getting the ticket. Like it doesn't I, dude, matter how often it happens I've, elsewhere. I've used this example before too. It's like it's like the middle school defense mechanism. I would get a kid in my classroom. I'd be like, "Why are you doing that?" And the first thing they would do would be like, "Huh?" I'm like, "What are you? What are you pointing? I'm talking to you. Why are you right. pointing at another person? I don't care. I yeah. saw you. I'm talking to you, man. I do up with my two kids all the dude. time. You know, you yell at one kid and they're like, well, such and such did so. And it's like, no, right. I'm, I'm talking about you right. and what you're doing. And that's what the NCAA is doing with Michigan. 
All right, Dave Matterson. Uh, it would be heartbreaking to. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, that's not. Even I would heartbreaking be, is. And listen, uh, we're all in that same boat, Dave. I would be devastated. I have spent the vast majority of this year basically mapping out the way I think the year is going to go, making plans to be in the college football playoff, making plans to be in Houston for the national championship, going back to Indy for the Big Ten championship. Like, that's all on my agenda. I would. I. I that's how I envision the year going. For for this to sort of throw a wrench into that, and again, for the guys that came back, Mike Sainer still, Blake Corum, Zach Zinner, Trevor Keegan, like all these guys that came back to finish what they started, I just, I really feel for those guys, man. It's it's a shitty place to be, but if you're a Michigan fan and you're just backing yourself into a corner and deny, 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 I don't, I don't know that that's where you want to be either. Oh, man. Tizzy, I, I, I don't know if I could say it as point blank as you did here but i'd be lying to you if i said i didn't it didn't cross my mind a little bit you know like if if tcu was picked to be like fourth or sixth or something in the big 12 last year like michigan didn't go scout them guaranteed (laughs) guaranteed they were not on anybody's radar to make the college football playoff and when you've got a month would have sent somebody to the big 12 championship game no, because even at that point, I don't think it was a guarantee that if they won, they were going to make the playoff. I remember thinking like, well, there it is. Like, they lost. They're not in. Somebody else is going. I, I can't remember the exact way that it played out now at this point. But, oh, God, I, I hate that it's even. Uh, uh, All right, let's do a hypothetical here. Let's. I let's hate do- that it's even remotely on the brain that you could think that. Let's do this, Brandon. Let's do a hypothetical. Let's just say whatever happens with the NCAA doesn't happen until the end of the year. Let's just say that that's the case. Michigan goes on to beat Penn State, Purdue, obviously, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, wins the Big Ten, gets to the college football playoff, wins it all this year, and then whatever happens with the Big Ten happens during the offseason. How much are you going to care? How much is it going to ruin what happens this year if that's the way the season plays out it would bother me quite a bit it really would it would bother me quite a bit i mean i i would because if it's if it's officially officially official and they take like you know those wins off the books that's what i'm saying so so that's that's part of this question and for everybody out there in the comments because i can see it's not going to bother them at all (laughs) that's that's part of the deal is the ncaa has definitive evidence you're talking about wins vacated, all of that shit. How much of that will matter if Michigan goes on to win the national championship this year? How much will that bother you? I mean, I'll still enjoy the hell out of it, and it'll be a lot of fun to be there and do it and photograph it and document it and cover it. Like, don't get me wrong. But then after the fact, if they took that away, like, I would be, that would suck. Like, that would suck. Yeah. Because you couldn't even you couldn't even like use it in an argument anymore. You know what I mean? Like, well, they won a title. In tw- no, they didn't. Like, damn it. Like, I mean, you what know, happens anytime you bring up 1997, the first thing you get back from anybody is, well, technically, it's a half championship. It's not even yeah. a full national championship. And then here this year, again, there's going to be something negative attached to it, potentially. Yeah. I don't I'm know. So, I mean, I'm so pissed off. It's just it was so goddamn unnecessary. So unnecessary. Yeah, it just sucks. It just sucks that it's even a thing. That's that's what I'm saying. 
And, I, and, and you know what? Thing. Pull the tape, and I know we haven't talked about the game from the weekend because it feels like it's so far away now. But watch the way J.J. McCarthy, some of the throws he made, some of the, the movements within the pocket, the way that he escaped uh, you know, defensive pressure. None of that has to do with stealing plays. He's just an elite quarterback who's really, really good at what he does. But again, that's not the conversation. That's not the topic. Nobody's talking about that anymore. It's this type of shit. And yeah, it's going to feel very... I don't know, man. It's almost worse than Fab Five-ish. I know Ron Thomas sort of brought up that, but you know they, they yeah. weren't really cheat. I mean, paying shit. If Michigan got busted paying, play, I don't give a shit about that. But the sign stealing thing and the kind of the accusations of cheating, like that, bothers me. Yeah, put Tizzy's comment back up there. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Did they make Baylor vacate anything from? I you know you start talking about sure. like affecting the integrity of the game. You know, like the Baylor right was about one game. Right. Yeah, one, if I'm not mistaken, game. it wasn't was about 30 plus. Right. Oh, boy, oh boy. I just don't, I don't want this to be what we're doing. No. And look, we're at 50 minutes of talking about only this because of the depths again, of it. How serious again, it could be. I'll just point it out and I'll say it. Michigan fans went from, you know, we do it the right way to fuck it. Everybody else does it real right. quick. Real quick. And there's, if you don't see the hypocrisy in that, I, I don't know what to do for you. But to me, the doing it the right way thing, you know, even as a fan, like you kind of hung your hat on it. <laughs> and it was something that you would lean on when Michigan was struggling. And now that they're doing well, again, it was a talking point. Like Michigan is doing it the right way. And, and to go from that to immediately, well, you know, they're doing the same thing everybody else does. I just, the only way you make that leap is if you're a super fan who just doesn't want to acknowledge what's what's potentially right in front of your face. And that's fine. I get it. It's sports. There's super fans out there. That's that's the way the world is. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I just wanted to see if... Is this accurate, Jeremy? He said that he has video evidence of us saying that NIL wasn't an excuse. Video evidence? <clears throat> wasn't yeah, Video evidence ironically wasn't that nil wasn't an excuse for bad recruiting and that we were the cheerleaders of the ward manual fan club like i don't think i'd like to i'd like to see the video sir because cheerleaders of the ward manual fan club i i don't don't even really pretend to know what ward manual really does so i can't imagine i was supporting him all that much and as far as nil is concerned i've been on i've been banging the same drum since the day it went live that michigan needed to be better at it and we've put up a video of Juwan Howard saying forever, like be better. Where's the collective? We want this. We want, I, I don't know about that, Jeremy. I'd like to see the video evidence that you say you have. I would love to see that because I, I distinctly remember a handful of times saying, throw the bag at X, Y, and Z, bring them here. I don't care. (laughs) Bagging on Michigan's NIL program. Yeah. I I would certainly like to see that video. Yeah. And we also had like a long part of a show once upon a time where we, we accused, the NIL collective that did exist for being absolute slap dicks for making the fans pay money for, we're like, what are you doing? The fans are putting the bill, right? Where's, where's the collective? Where are the boosters? Where's the big money? Like, don't, don't show me a, an autograph line where you're charging yeah. a thousand fans, a hundred dollars a piece to get in and sign something like, where's the big money? Yeah. I'd need to see, what was his name? Jeremy. I I need to yeah. see that video. Send me the video. Where was he at? Was he on the Facebook page? The YouTube, page? On the YouTube page? He's the back YouTube again. Page. You need to, you need to shoot over the video. 
we need to see that. And we still appreciate you, Jeremy, but yeah, I, I need he's, to see he's that not being a dick about it, but I, I, that's why I said, I'm like, I just don't think that's accurate. And also I remember very specifically, we focused on like when NIL was the thing and they're like, they, they pumped out this big number and we were like, yeah, cool. That means each player gets like nine dollars. Like, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Head I don't of the know, Lord Manual fan club and boasting about nil. I don't think any of that's true. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, whatever. Look, we have done over two hundred shows. We've probably said some dumb shit along the way. I'm not. I'm not going to say we're above that. There's but, no but, but I know, feel like it, I know my lanes too. Yeah, where, where I stand on things. I just I can't see that being. Yeah. Um, Cody, here's the thing. This is, and this is why I don't really even care about that angle. This is fans. This is, this is what fans do when their school fucks up. Oh, well, when another school's fan, when another school fucks up, you go to their neck. It doesn't matter if it's Michigan to Ohio state, Ohio state to Michigan, Michigan state to Michigan, Georgia to Florida, Alabama to Auburn. They're all the same. That's why I get, that's one of the things that pisses me off the most about Spartan radio is when they take pot shots at the Michigan fan base. I'm like, you mouth breathing sons of bitches are the same exact people. Whenever you get your opportunity to do the same thing. I don't really care that they do it. But to point it out like Michigan fans are some weird group that's way different than everybody else is so stupid. Like, yeah. so stupid. Every single fan base is exactly the same. I know that because I used to work with national recruiting guys. So, like, the Southeast the southeast recruiting guy would cover recruiting for Florida, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Tennessee, Auburn, all the schools in the Southeast and their fan bases all of them hated the recruiting guy. Like he can't be wrong about every single program. It's just like it's such a weird thing when it's when people act surprised by what fans do. Like that's what it's literally short for fanatics. They're meant to act stupid and irrational and support their team to the death and go at other teams to the death. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean that and that's why I think there's there's a large segment of the the fan base that you're never going to convince that anything was done wrong and even if it is brought out it's just going to be, you know, we we already see it in here. It's just, everybody else does it. So what's the big deal? But again, the difference with Michigan fans is have we have all spent, you know, 8 plus years pounding our chests about doing things the right way. You can't all of a sudden just veer to the right and say, well, you know, now we're doing the same shit that everybody else is doing. Like it's, it's a, it's a complete 180. And if you want to take that route, that's fine. But you also have to acknowledge that it's, it's pretty hypocritical given where most Michigan fans have stood over the last, you know, nine years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, um, uh, it, this just blows. This is a bye week It should be chill. Speaking of Ain't a bye no week, yeah. uh, an ass beating of Michigan State. Not since 1985 have the Wolverines shut out the Spartans in East Lansing. JJ McCarthy moves to number one in the Heisman favorite odds. Michigan passes Georgia in the national championship odds. That's all the shit that I would love to be just. You talk about slurping, Brandon. I, you know, I'll, I'll go full fan mode. I'm the first to get in the slurp line. And we can't even <laughs> talk about that shit today. Because this stuff matters more right now. It just matters I, more. I have a whole button on my soundboard just for when Chris starts to slurp. I will go super fan in an instant. And we but can't I, do, I it. do my best to try to remain 
as objective <laughs> as I possibly can, just because that's like the professional thing to do. You yeah. know, the, the fan in me wants to call bullshit on all of this, but the, the reality is that, yeah, if it was happening elsewhere, I'd look at it and be like fucking cheaters. Look at it. If it, if it was Ryan day under the microscope right now, I'd be going yeah. in on his ass. Oh, the I mean, same dude, way we did with Mel Tucker. I was just going to say, did we not do that a couple weeks ago with Mel Tucker? Right. I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's impossible not to do it. It's impossible not to do it. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We got, I, I don't know, five minutes left. Do we get to an hour? Should we talk Michigan state at all? Or is it, is it a moot point at right now? <laughs> I mean, this all this shit just took it took the interest out of it for me. What do you want to talk? What should we talk about? How great Michigan was? Cool, they cheated. For I was cool, they cheated. I was writing an article. He knew the. I wrote an article about JJ McCarthy today from the press conference, and as I was writing it, I'm like, "This sucks. No one cares. This sucks. No one's gonna read this. Who cares?" Yeah, I. It's it's tough, man. It's tough that this is dominating the 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 headlines. Michigan is on a bye this week, so you can't even talk about an upcoming game. This is all there is. Harbaugh did. Harbaugh skipped media today, by the way. Yeah, I Har- kind of raised my eyebrow when I saw the the email come out and his name wasn't on there. That put, sends know. JJ out there, sends Braden McGregor out there, but Harbaugh is nowhere to be seen. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, granted, all he would have been asked about is this, and all he would have yeah. said is, I can't comment because it's an ongoing investigation. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't have really been it wouldn't have really been very meaningful, but like the fact that he just flat out didn't show, I was kind of like, all right, well, there's that. Um Yeah, and then so we'll see, you know, when next Monday he, he'll be back out there because there will be a game to prepare for. Presumably. Well, I don't I'm not ready to say all that yet, but Well, I, I'm not saying because Michigan or the NCAA would do anything, but I mean he doesn't have to come out and talk to the media on Mondays. Well, he's he's contractually obligated to do so, but I is he? Yeah, uh, dude, you think he does that? You think if he had the option to not do it, he would do that? I didn't know that there was a con. A, oh yeah, he has to talk to the media. Yeah, he would be one that would not if he did. If he if they, if they came to him today and so said you never, have he, to- you're saying he went against his his obligation today. I think with a bye week, it's probably up in the air. I believe in the past, I thought in the past we didn't have any press conferences on a bye week. Yeah, I thought we were not going to have any this week, and then you know we have one Monday and Tuesday, but not on Wednesday. Usually, we get assistant coaches on Wednesday. They're they're also not coming out to talk, but we get players. We had JJ and Braden today. We get players tomorrow, and and that's it. So I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just, it just all blows. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about Michigan drilling Ohio, uh, Michigan state. It doesn't even feel like eight and right now. Like it just, it, it doesn't have the feeling. It's taking all the wind out of my sails, Brandon. All pernicious, of it. pernicious myth is back in the house. This is worse than the Astros and Patriots combined former players. This is dumb. Look, I, I we could do a whole another entire hour about why this rule is antiquated, not very yeah. serious, um, shouldn't even be a thing. I mean that I, I'm not you're you're preaching to the choir, but I I think you could I could also combat it with then why be stupid enough to do it? Right. You've got hundreds of hours of film. 
You can watch whatever you want to watch. You can break it down however you want to break it down. Just don't go to the games to do it. It doesn't seem like that hard of a rule to follow. Whether you think it's a stupid rule or not, that's neither here nor there. Why do it? I don't get it. I don't get that. I think it was, was it Jordan Lewis? I think somebody might have put in the comments. Jordan Lewis said on their all 22 tape, you can see the entire sidelines the whole time. The same footage that you could get from recording a game in person, you can get with in the rules. I don't understand it. Not as good as you can get from a dude in like row 20 with his iPhone. I mean, maybe, maybe. That just that to me is is strange. I don't. I'm trying to listen. I'm I'm trying not to be so down on it, but right now, I mean, just given the the latest reports, it, I don't know. I don't know how you feel good about it. How do you feel about yeah. how do you feel good about the current state of Michigan football right now? Uh, you know, given given what we read today and what we heard, it's it's tough, man, because it feels like inevitably something is going to uh, to throw a wrench into what was supposed to be and and what looks like it's going to be an incredible season. You just kind of feel like something is going to prevent that from happening. And the more you hear, the more that comes out, it it doesn't sound like it's getting better for Michigan. It sounds like it's going in a direction that none of us want to see. Yeah. Uh, Mark. I'm, yeah. Maybe. I mean, we never really, I don't know if we ever specifically said straight front to back, what the rules were that were supposedly broken. Front we talked to back? About a lot. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, read it clear as day, like da, 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 right mm-hmm. to the end of the rule. One is that I put, well, I know we did put this one up because I put it up earlier as a screenshot. Off-campus, in-person scouting of future opponents is prohibited. In other words, you can't go to a game that your team's not playing in. You can't. You but can't now the gray, the gray area, we know Stallions didn't go. Right. But the gray area, right, is having other people go on your behalf. I, I don't think so because the, the, in the I mean, the, right there, it doesn't, it doesn't say who can or can't you, you can't okay. do it period. In other parts of the rules, they do use that. I forget what the term was. I texted it to some people. Cause today. they define, they define member of the staff. Like I know they go into institutional staff member is Correct. the term that's used in right. other parts of the bylaws. It says like institutional staff member cannot or institutional sca- staff members can't do this. For the in-person scouting bylaw, the one that I it doesn't say who, so that to me that's just a blanket statement. It doesn't matter who you are; you can't do it. You can't go scout off off campus in person. So that's one rule. And one of the other rules is you cannot use any video capturing device to record signs or the what's going on on the sidelines. Which that part is the real part I don't understand because you could you can do it on TV. Or with the all 22 film, I don't know what advantage you gain by doing it in person. I just, I really don't. Oh, which is why sending somebody and putting your name on it is just such a, unless the only thing I can think of Brandon is that the dude legitimately didn't know that what he, he thought it was brilliant. He didn't know what he was doing was against, against the rules, which could be the case. Could be, maybe he didn't know. Otherwise, why put your name on it? Why put there's so much about this that doesn't make any sense. And Mark, the person at the center of all this is Connor Stallions. He's a low-level recruiting analyst. He gets paid $55,000 a year to put into perspective. I mean, we're not talking about a high-level staff member who's getting half a million bucks. I mean, this is a young guy. He was at the Naval Academy. He's got a military background. And reportedly, this was like his only job. 
was to do this the st- the sign stealing code breaking etc like he wasn't actually really involved in recruiting all that much at all apparently that's what that's what his reputation around the allegedly. building became allegedly yeah um and he used his own name to buy tickets for at least 30 games in 11 different stadiums for the last three seasons right 21 22 and this season yeah um and that all that part all of that stuff is true now all of those things by themselves don't break any rules but if you start to combine them together and what was recorded at those games was then used by paid staffers that's where the rule is broken right and that's the part that technically hasn't been proven yet but again i i don't i'm just not comfortable with the way it's coming together I'm just not. I'm I'm real enough. I'm a realist. It's real. It's real enough to me to say that something was done that shouldn't be done. But I'm not the one that has to prove it or drop the hammer on them. And and Chris, you made a really good point. I think we can maybe end with that earlier. That you're not quite sure if they have to prove it, like you do in court. You know, for a crime. This is a rule so. in a in a sport of a game. The NCAA seems to operate whatever they want, (laughs) right? Pretty much do whatever the hell they want. So I'm not, you know, I don't know that it has to be conclusive. Like you're in a court of law and you have to prove to a jury or whatever it is. Like we're, we're talking about the NCAA. So this is Chris just kind of said this. It's not impossible. I I find it very hard to believe that he would do that. Yeah. Given the fact that he doesn't make that much money, that he's got a, a network of people, 30 games, 11 stadiums, and then, oh, by the way, him figuring out the information by himself does nothing. He's got to give it to the staff. Correct. I just, I find it very hard to believe that he would be doing it by himself. But it's it's not an impossible thought. Um, Pernicious Smith, again, thank you. I'm not willing to convict without me neither. I could sit here and say that Michigan probably did some shit they shouldn't be doing. But if you can't prove it, then you can't prove it. Like, what, what are you going to do? And that's, you know, that's where, again, back to Chris's point, I don't know if the NCAA has to prove it beyond reasonable doubt like you do in a court of law when you're talking about crimes or, you know, putting people in jail. It's not it's not the same thing, but I, I don't know how that how that works. Uh, Justin, thank you for your contribution. Just a hypothetical. If the NCAA has a strong case, why are they leaking all of this info to the press? Uh, that was an issue Chris and I had with stuff last week as well, right? I mean. There's well, a little okay, bit more hard evidence now, but last week it was much worse. I would say, Justin, think of, I don't know, go back the last 10 years and don't just limit it to sports. Just all, all you got to do is go back 10 years. Don't limit it to sports. Think how many times have you ever heard about something for the first time when like the, the organization leading the investigation brought it to light? Like what I'm saying is, Leaks are just part of whether it's sports, politics, finance, whatever it is. Like, this is the world we live in now. People leak information, and the case gets tried in the court of public opinion before anything official is ever brought to the table. That's just the nature of the world that we live in. So, I don't think the fact that it's been leaked, like, I've seen some people try to build that narrative that the NCAA is leaking this. Uh, slowly out to the public so that they can try to shift public perception, you know, and, and and make Michigan guilty before anything comes to the table. I don't think that's the case. I think there's just people that leak shit to to well, to outlets because 
that's those are the relationships that are there. Exactly. That that's what I was gonna say. I mean, this is this is no different than befriending some yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I mean recruiting inside info, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. This is no you know, Pete Thamel, Dan Wetzel. I don't know these guys, but they they've got a friend. They've got a friend in the NC. Dude, what are you hearing about? This shit's crazy. And they say something off the record. Oh, can I say this or can I not? Dude, Dan Wetzel and Pete Thamel might know 50 more things that their buddies said you can't say anything about this. Right. This this part's okay, this part's not. I mean, yeah, going back to when I covered recruiting, I would talk to a parent, I would talk to a coach. Hey, so and so is committing to Michigan in May, but don't say anything. You can tell them that they're his leader, that this, this, whatever. Like that's just that's the nature of investigative reporting, and that's the nature of writing a story on said information. Sometimes it's much more serious. Sometimes it's not very serious at all. But that's just how this stuff works. I mean, I why are they leaking it? I dude, I don't know because they're friends with the person writing the story because they feel like they could climb up the ladder a little bit by giving some prep, you know, some, some juicy information. I mean, who the hell knows why it's happening, but it's, it's happening and it always happens. I don't really yeah. think it's, just, it's not anything weird. Uh, and then BK, thank you for the dollar. Appreciate you. Um, dude. Yeah. Still a lot of people in here. Still a lot of comments coming pretty fast. Um, anyway, I, Chris, I don't know. I mean, do, how do we want to put a bow on this thing? We're an hour and 10 minutes in. I mean, this has obviously been the only thing we've talked about. And, and I guess one silver lining is that we don't have a game to talk about this week. So it's not like we're, you know, skipping very valuable burning questions or predictions or, ta- you know, whatever. We don't have a game to worry about on Saturday. So this is going to be it. This is going to be the topic. And we are, what we decide, dude? We're going to do a show on Wednesday, but not on Friday, right? Unless. Well, yeah, I mean, the show on Wednesday could also be up in the air as well. There, there was a a, a date change, and I'm going to be, ironically, I'm going to be at an NIL event um, in downtown oh, Ann Arbor. Right. I know that you're going to be out of town. Well, so, I'm going to be in my hometown, and the internet is horrible there. Yeah, so you're, well, you're going to be. I try to make it work, but out on the farm. So we'll we'll <laughs> yeah. have to, you know, what I don't want. Listen, what I don't want to do is spend an entire evening talking about the same shit. You know, right. by Wednesday. Uh, you know the the win over Michigan State. It already feels like forever Old ago news. at this point. Anyway, yeah. like we haven't even talked about it on the show, and I'm not sure that we are going to talk about it at this point. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll t- we'll take a look at the schedule, and I think if something, you know, if something big develops, and obviously we're going to do everything we we can to to hop on and talk about it as soon as possible. But I think this is a good time for people to just sort of take a break and digest everything coming in and. <laughs> You know, to to use the company line, let it all play out. Just let it all play out. See what keep, happens. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Like <laughs> whatever is- it is that gets you through, like do that for the next few days and and see where this all leads. But uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to put a bow on this because yeah. it, honestly, I just have a bad taste in my mouth. That's where the, I'm at. I don't feel good about it. It's definitely an open book still. Chapters are still being written. We're not putting a bow or a pin in it just yet because it's not it's not concluded. Like, I mean, dude, if tomorrow the video drops where you've got 10 dudes with Michigan phone cases recording the stuff and taking notes and then you can see them calling and then they happen to have a, a person next to him say, yeah, he, he was talking to a guy named Connor. <laughs> like, like, we'll do a show. But I do think at this point, like, if we, yeah. if we jump... If, like for example, if we jump back on again Wednesday, it's going to be the same thing. It's yeah. just going to it's going to be all the same thing we're talking about now with no new information and no game to talk about. I I don't really see the point. But yeah, to Chris's point, to what I just said, if some monstrous news break, like today was a big deal. 
So I moved the show yeah. up an hour. We just did an hour and 11 minutes. We didn't even talk about one thing on the field. We'll do it again if we need to. But as of right now, I'm ready to unplug a little bit because I don't, this sucks. It's a turd. Yeah. It's a giant turd. And yet here, Michigan is eight and oh, number two in the country, Heisman front runner, betting favorite to win it all. Doesn't feel like that here on a, uh, on a Monday evening. Oh, dude, doesn't that suck, man? We need a drink. You've been drinking. No words. We said a lot of words. We said a lot of words. Appreciate everybody for hopping in tonight, though. It was I, a I will say show. that. Appreciate all you guys, for sure. Huge audience. I think the, the most we've had all year, we almost clipped 700 people. And some people were donating, which we always appreciate. Um, so, yeah, that's fantastic. And we definitely like talking. I love looking up there seeing, like, 645 as opposed to, like, 80. But even I, mean, I appreciate the – see, but, but the 80 are the real ones. You know what I mean? Those, those are the – those are the people that carry it. But I appreciate all the newcomers as well. I just, I think of that one meme or that gif or whatever that was out there a long time ago where it's like those three followers, whenever I tweet something, there's a guy standing on top of a roof like DJing and there's like three people yeah. down on the floor like dancing. It's, you know what it is? It, th- tonight was tonight, and a lot of these are like this. It's a group therapy session. We're all just yeah. trying to, we're all just trying to make sense with, of it, deal with it together. And I think we did as, uh, as best as we could tonight. There it is. Oh, look, I see some people saying, sorry, you had to do this. Or, nah, man, that's now we love it. We, we know what it is. We know what it is. And we're about to jump in here. It's going to be that way. Um, what do you think Jim Harbaugh is doing right now? Not giving up. <laughs> Drinking milk or something. Chilling. Watching YouTube TV. <laughs> Oblivious. <laughs> Just enjoying life. He's watching Law and Order. Something like that. All right, everybody. We'll see you when we see you.